This Week in High School Sports recaps wrestling finals from two locations as 56 individual wrestlers and four teams were crowned champions. Hello, I'm John Ross and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. The team wrestling finals were held at Wings Event Center in Kalamazoo on Tuesday, March 30th, and four teams, one in each division, took home the championship trophy. In Division I, Davison knocked off Detroit Catholic Central 29-24, avenging last year's loss to the Shamrocks in the finals. This was Davison's first team wrestling championship since 2006, although they've made the finals five times since then. In Division II, stop me if you've heard this before, Lowell is your team wrestling champion. This is the Red Arrows' eighth straight team wrestling title. Yes, eight in a row. That's an MHSAA team wrestling finals record. Lowell beat Goodrich 59-7 in the championship match. Dundee is halfway to Lowell's mark. The Vikings won their fourth straight championship in Division Three, beating Whitehall 55-17. It's Dundee's 13th overall title, and the program has advanced to the finals every year since 2007. And finishing in Division Four, Clinton topped New Lothrop 55-9, claiming its second straight team wrestling title. For more on the team wrestling championships, be sure to check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with MHSAA Assistant Director Brent Rice. It's hard to go to a basketball game and not sit near other fans who are yelling about the officials not calling three seconds. The three second rule is one of the most misunderstood rules in the game of basketball. The purpose and philosophy of the rule is to not allow a player who is significantly taller than his or her opponent to camp out in the middle of the lane and create an unfair advantage. The three-second count is in effect whenever an offensive player has at least one foot in the lane and when their team is in possession of the ball. That count stops as soon as a try, a shot, is attempted or a try is imminent. And the count cannot start again until there is control of the rebound. Keep this in mind that the next game you attend. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Just go to the MHSAA website now to register. The individual wrestling championships were held at both Wings Event Center and Van Andel Arena, giving each division the stage all to itself for a day. You can read about all the winners on secondhalf.mhsaa.com, but two among the 56 winners stood out. First, Stoney Buell, who became the state's 29th four-time champion. The senior from Dundee won a Division III individual title at 189 pounds. He had previously won titles at 135, 152, and 160 pounds. On top of that, Buell joined two others in history as four-time individual winners who were also a part of four team MHSAA championships. Buell will be wrestling at Purdue next year. Just beyond grateful that we even got to be here right now. A huge crowd, Queens Event Center, and just the sport of wrestling for allowing me to be able to wrestle right now and being able to do it with a team that makes me better every day and I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. And the second to highlight, Alex Facundo. 
One day after Buell won his fourth individual title, Facundo joined him, becoming the state's 30th member of the Four Championships Club. Facundo captured a Division I 171-pound title. He had previously won at 152, 160, and another at 171, as he ends his career with 132 victories and just two defeats. Facundo is also joining a Big Ten wrestling program next year. He'll be at Penn State. Uh, this week's been, I think, I think the best moment or the best week of my high school career. Okay. You know, not only winning a fourth, but winning a, a, a team state title that we haven't won in 15 years. And so that's just special, you know, that's never going to leave us. It's never going to leave, you know, my name. You know, they're going to hear four-timer, but they're also going to hear the 2021 Davidson wrestling team. For more on all of our champions, be sure to check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. You're listening to the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school softball. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Now let's go to the Diamond with Brady Beaton. Hello and welcome in here from Port here on Northern High School. A cold day. The rain has pushed through and we are going to have baseball here. The Huskies bringing in Algonac for a game on this Thursday afternoon. And well, what I can tell you about both teams is they both play Yale close. Uh, the last time we saw Algonac, they lost a 4-3 to decision to the Bulldogs. The Huskies won a 4-3 over Yale and then lost their other game of the doubleheader 3-2. So early in the season, not knowing much about these teams. I know they both play Yale tough. Uh, when we come back, we will have the Michaels Car Center starting lineups for you here from Port here on Northern High School. Again, Northern versus Algonac Baseball right here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 
Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grant. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com, getting ready for the start of this game between the Port Huron Northern Huskies and the Algonac Muskrats. Let's go over the Michaels Car Center starting lineup, starting first with the Algonac Muskrats. Leading off and in left, you have Joey DeBoyer. Batting second and in right, Jacob Kastner. In the three-hole, the designated hitter, Charlie Bartolomucci. In the cleanup spot and at the hot corner, James Critson. At short, batting fifth, Josh Kastner. Batting sixth at first, Matt Meldrum. Catching and batting seventh, Jack Cote. At second, batting eighth, Roman Giraga. And pitching and rounding out the lineup is Alan Crow. The Port Huron Northern Huskies will line up like this, leading off and batting or leading off and at shortstop Derek Ruiz. In left batting second Logan Sheffer. Luke Angels will pitch. He will be in the third hole, three hole. Nick Cartmel cleanup and at first base. Owen Johnson at third and batting fifth. Colin Presner is batting sixth and at second. In right is Jaden Dewan Smith. He's batting seventh. Batting eighth, the center fielder, Alex Armstrong. And catching, rounding out the lineup for the Northern Huskies is Cole Purick. So both teams just finishing up their warm-up routine. And we should have baseball here fairly shortly. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be right, should be right ready for first pitch here on GetStuckOnSports.com. 
Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice oh, based awesome. on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Service. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here at Port Huron Northern High School, National Anthem has been played, and we are getting ready for baseball actions. Umpires have now taken the field. And I think we're slight delayed start, but we are about to get ready. Northern versus Algonac. Again, both these teams 
the, the only common opponent here in this early season, the Yale Bulldogs, Northern split a double header with them early in the season. Well, last week, I should say. They Each game was decided by a run, and then when we saw Algonac play Yale back on Monday, the Bulldogs beat the Muskrats by a run. So expected a good game today as Northern takes the field. Going around the diamond, you'll have Pyrrhic catching the pitcher, Luke Ang Angels. Right to left through the infield, it'll be Cartmel, Presner, Derek Ruiz, and Johnson. And left to right through the outfield, Logan Sheffer, Armstrong, and Dewan Smith. Angels, a taller right-handed pitcher. Get a few more warm-up pitches underway. As the sun starts to peek out through, Something that's a little surprising, not a lot of wind here at Port here on Northern. Usually the wind pushing around, especially from the north. So flag out in right field is kind of dead right now. As getting the last few warm-up pitches in, due up for Algonac will be Joey DeBoyer, Jacob Kasner, and Charlie Bartolomucci. Last time we saw the Muskrats, they could only muster up three hits. One of them was a home run in the losing effort to Yale. And tomorrow we'll be right back here at Port Huron Northern as St. Clair comes to town for a pair of games. Dennis will be here for that one. As the first time we'll get to see Denny White's ball club play. So Angel's taking his sweet time, get plenty of warm-up pitches here. As it is a very, it's a, it's a chilly day, but luckily not a lot of wind, as I mentioned. And the Huskies coached by Nate Manis, playing their first home contest of the season. And up to bat now for Algonac will be the left fielder, Joey DeBoyer. He'll bat from the right side. Algonac in their road blue uniforms with a solid yellow numbering. Northern in their home, multicolored jerseys. It's a blue chest with gold sleeves, PHN draped across the chest. And Pierre will have a word with Angels, and we are about to get underway. As DeBoyer steps in the box, right foot near the back of that line, and Angels gets the sign, and we are underway. First pitch, a fastball in there for strike one. Good job getting ahead of the Muskrat leadoff hitter. Angels gets the sign working from the windup. Right foot, the only one on the rubber. The delivery is going to be a, looks like a changeup that dropped a bit low. Ball one. 
So DeBoyer a little patient here. First batter of the game. Sporting a hoodie underneath his jersey on this cold April af afternoon. The one one is a curveball that bounces a few feet short for ball two. Don't have a scoreboard working here at Port here on Northern. So I'll have to trust my bookkeeping here. As the 2-1 pitch comes to DeBoyer. Be a fastball low and outside. So after falling behind 0-1, DeBoyer works the count in his favor. 3-1 to the Muskrat left fielder. DeBoyer in a good hitter's count. The 3-1. Fastball in there for strike two. DeBoyer is already moving towards first. I'm pulled him back. As the count swells to full. So five pitches. DeBoyer yet to swing his bat as he now moves up a bit in the box. The payoff pitch. Outside ball four. So it'll be a six-pitch walk for Angels. And his first batter of the game is a base on balls. And that brings up Josh Kasner, the right fielder. Also batting from the right side. See how aggressive he is after Angels gave up the leadoff walk. First pitch from the stretch in there for strike one. So second straight batter. He's come to a strike one. So working from the stretch, Luke Angels. He comes set, checks the runner at first. Slide step delivery is swung on and foul tipped back to the catcher. 0-2, he's ahead of Kasner. Couple good bounce back pitches for Angels. After walking the leadoff man to Boyer. Boyer short lead off first. He inches off more now. Angels set though to delivery. It's gonna be a chopping ground ball to short. Picked up by Ruiz, flips over to second for one. Return throw to first will not be there in time, so they'll get one on the fielder's choice. And that will bring up Charlie Bartolomucci. Will be a runner on first, except now it's Kasner instead of DeBoyer. Bartolomucci going to bet from the left-hand side. He'll have one down. Bartolomucci steadies the bet in front of him, now brings it behind him. Kind of a relaxed stance from the left side. Twirls the bat over his left shoulder. Coming set, Angels the delivery. Going to be a fastball missing a bit outside for ball one. A one-on-one -on -one out here in the top of the first for the Algonac Muskrats. Angels come sets. Check the runner at first. That's Kasner. 
The 1-0 is going to be a fly ball left field. Coming in for it is Sheffer. He'll get under it and get the out. No tag from Kasner at first. And after a leadoff walk, Angels has bounced back quite nicely. Coming up, James Critson, who on Monday put one over the left field wall at Algonac. It's about 3.05 down the line. That His line drive went about 3.10. A lot of weight back in the stands for Critson. Coming set is Angels. The first pitch. Fastball with a little more life to it than we've seen so far this first inning for strike one. Getting a nice lead off first is Kasner. Angels checks him, the slide step. Be a ground ball over to Ruiz at short. He takes it off the chest, flip over to second, will not be in time to get Kasner. Good hustle from first. And, well, you, depending on what kind of mood you're in, is if you want to give him a hit or an error there, we'll, we'll give Critson an infield single for that. Moving Kasner up to second, and that will bring up Josh Kasner, the shortstop. Batting from the right side, he's got two runners on. Big leadoff first for Critson as the first pitch misses outside. So Algonac yet to hit Angels particularly hard. The 1-0 from Angels. Fastball in there for strike one. Count evens at one and one. Have Kasner at second, Kritzen at first. The 1-1 delivery from Angels. Slide step. Takes a little off it and misses low. Two and one. Algonac looking to jump on top of this Husky pitcher Angels here in the top of the first. Coming set, the 2-1. It's going to be a ground ball to Ruiz. He's going to pick it up easily down at the ankles, flips it over to Presner at second, and that will end the inning. Two runners get on, but no one comes across the score for Algonac. Headed to the bottom of the first, still 0-0 here at Port Huron Northern. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Here on GetStuckOnSports.com, bottom of the first, do up for the Huskies, Derek Ruiz, Logan Sheffer, and Luke Angels. And pitching for Algonac is Alan Crow. We saw him pitch on Monday through three and two-thirds inning, didn't walk anyone, hit two, struck out three, really didn't get hit that hard, only gave up the one home run. And besides that, just a couple of singles uh, against him. We had two earned runs, but that came in the top of the first. As Northern looking to take an early lead in the bottom of the first. You'll see a lot of junk balls from Alan Crow. It's almost like his fastball is his third pitch. See a lot of changeups, a lot of curveballs. Try to keep the Husky hitters off balance. Ball goes down to second, and coming up to bat, Derek Ruiz, the shortstop. Leading off for the Huskies is number four, Derek Ruiz. Ruiz hitting from the left-hand side. First time we get to see these Husky batters this season. Crow working from the windup. The first pitch to Ruiz will bounce in there. Fastball for strike or for ball one rather. Ruiz rocks back and forth in the stance just a bit. The 1-0. Fastball in there for strike one, even the count at one aside. Infield playing Ruiz straight up. It's Crow. A wind up. And it's going to be a line drive left side. Gets over the shortstop Kasner's head. That'll be a leadoff signal for Derek Ruiz. That'll Logan Sheffer now coming up, looking to work off the leadoff single. See if they want to use Ruiz at all from first base. See if they want to try to use his speed. Doesn't have a big lead. Now he inches off a little more. Coming set, Crow. From the stretch, first pitch fastball misses eye level for ball one. Crow works fairly quickly, gets the ball right back, heads to the rubber, looks in, gets the sign, check it, checks on Ruiz at first. 
Comes set, checks again. The delivery. It's going to be a changeup swung on and missed from Sheffer. Good, good top to take something off it. Counts one and one to the Husky left fielder. Crow checks first again. Look back, comes set. Ruiz inches off a little more from first. The slide step to delivery swung on and missed. He swung through that fastball. Now Crow ahead, one and two. Crow can come with just about any pitch he wants here. As he comes set, gets the sign. Ruiz inches off first again. He's going to go for second. Going to be a fastball outside. Throw down to second. Won't be in time. Give Ruiz credit with a stolen base. Got a good lead and a good jump. So that now puts a runner in scoring position for Sheffer. Counts two and two. Ruiz shakes off a sign, gets when he likes, now he comes set. High leg kick the delivery. It'll be a curveball that didn't quite break enough. Count goes full. Good patience here from Logan Sheffer. If he can just push one through the infield. Could score Ruiz from first. The full count swung on and missed in the dirt. Picking it up is Cote, throwing it down to first to Meldrum. Gets the out. And on the play, moving up to third is Derek Ruiz. So score that a fielder's choice. Angels comes up. Just needs to put one up the middle or fly ball deep. Can get the first run of the game. Angels batting from the right-hand side. As Crow will return to the windup. First pitch. Be a ground ball down the third baseline foul. Angels a bit early on that first swing. Again, Crow not going to overpower anyone, but his off-speed stuff is... Is real nice. Crow from the left-hand side of the rubber. The 0-1. It's going to be a line drive. That's going to be deep, and that's going to be trouble. That gets over the head of DeBoyer. In and to score is Ruiz, and standing up at second, Luke Angels. He caught all of that one. That's a big RBI double. As most ballparks, that might have had a chance to get out, but that cavernous left field at Northern only is going to let him have a double. As Mahalik is coming in to pinch run. one nothing. Northern leads on the Luke Angels double. Nick Cartmel looking to switch spots with Angels. One on, one out. Here in the bottom of the first. First pitch swung on and miss a changeup from Crow.
Scrow is a first inning jam. Facing the Husky cleanup hitter, Cartmel. Runner on second. Mahalik leads off second, the courtesy runner. A big leg kick delivery swung on and missed. He went golfing for that one and came up empty. Count now 0-2. Crow gets the sign, checks the runner at second. Looks in once more now coming set. The 0-2, no, he's going to step off. Didn't like what he saw. He's going to reset. Fix a little bit of dirt on the mound. And now stepping back on the rubber. So 2 to Nick Cartmel. The 0-2 delivery. Curveball fouled down the right field line and out of play. So battling Cartmel. Looking to put a crooked number up here in the first inning. The 0-2 pitch to Cartmel. The fastball misses just a bit outside. Not a bad miss on 0-2. Maybe looking to set up one of his breaking balls. Crow gets the sign. Comes set. Checks Mahalik at second. The delivery going to be a sharp line drive hit right down the right field line and foul. He's... Starting to get on that fastball. Count stays at one and two. The ball finally gets thrown back to Crow. One nothing. Northern leads on a Luke Angels monster double. Hit it near the 345 sign in left center. One and two the count. Cartmel rocks a little back in his stance from the right side. Crow, the delivery. Gonna be a ground ball to the left side and Kasner. Josh Kasner turns, fires it over to Meldrum at first for the second out. On the play moving up to third is Mahalik. And that brings up the third baseman, Owen Johnson. Johnson's going to need a base hit to score the runner from third. Crow going to work from the stretch this time with a runner on third. As Johnson stands from the back of the box. Crow coming set. Leg kick delivery. Fastball at the letters for strike one. Crow would love to escape this inning with only one run given up. With Mahalik 90 feet away from home plate, Crow comes set. The 0-1. Be a changeup that swung through one with Johnson. He was sitting fastball. 0-2 to the five-hole hitter, Johnson.
Crow coming set, looking to get out of the inning with only one run allowed. The 0-2 pitch, fastball misses high. See what Crow comes with with 1-2. If he goes back to the breaking ball. The 1-2. The curveball just misses inside. I think Crow wanted that one. Instead, the count evens at two aside. You have Mahalik on third, 2-2 count, two outs. Here in the bottom of the first, Huskies have already pushed across the run. As Crow comes set. Leg drive the delivery. Fastball fouled straight back out of play. Again, not a very windy day here at Northern. Those seem to be rare. As Johnson steps back into the box. The 2-2 count looking to keep the inning alive. Coming set is Crow. Leg kicked the drive and swung on and missed. The curveball got him. So Crow strikes out Johnson to the end of the inning, but one run comes across the score on the Luke Angels double. We'll be headed to the top of the second here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Headed to the top of the second, Northern leads 1-0 on the Luke Angels double. He's on the mound warming up. Due up for the Muskrats is Meldrum, Cote, and Giargra. They threatened, got the first runner on, but couldn't do much after that. James Critson had an infield single, but no real threat from the Muskrats. Meldrum coming up to the plate. Be on the right-hand side. We saw him pinch hit in the game against Yale back on Monday. He struck out. Although everyone that faced Hughes for Yale struck out. Meldrum. Near the front of the box, holds the bat over his right shoulder, the first pitch. Going to be a ground ball to the left side, and it'll hit off the glove of Johnson and pass through to the outfield. Ruiz couldn't get on it, and that will be a infield sing or a single rather for Meldrum. 
That brings up the catcher, Jack Cote. So second straight inning, the leadoff man gets on. Cote also from the right-hand side. Angels come set. First pitch, another ground ball to the left. Johnson picks this one up cleanly. Fires it over to second, and he'll have to tag out Meldrum. Throw was just a bit off, but does the job nonetheless. So the first two batters swinging at the first pitch. One gets on, one gets out. and Seems like we're having a little deja vu from the first. First man gets on, then a fielder's choice. As Jack Cody now stands at first. And Roman Giargra is batting for the Muskrats. Second baseman also bats from the right-hand side. Angels from the stretch come set. The delivery. And catches the outside part of the plate for strike one. Giraga, weight back in a stance. Fiddles with the bat over the right shoulder. Swing, swung on and missed. He was flailing at that one. Count is 0-2. As the wind starts to, or at least the flag showing the wind picks up a bit, blown straight in from right field. Angels ahead of the eight-hole hitter for the Muskrats, 0-2. He comes set. The delivery. Fastball bounces off home plate. Good job by Pyrrhic to block that. Keeping Cote over at first. Angel steps on the rubber. Looks to the catcher, Pyrrhic, for the sign. Comes set. Checks the runner at first. Slide step delivery. Fastball in there at the knees for strike three. He got him looking. That'll be the second out of the inning and the first strikeout of the day for Luke Angels. And that brings up the pitcher, Alan Crow. Small frame from the right side. Looking to help his own cause and continue the top of the second. Angels come sets. The pitcher-pitcher duel. First pitch bounces. Gets past Pyrrhic and going over to second on the past ball will be Cote. So now a runner in scoring position for the pitcher, Crow. Crow crowds the plate. Angels come set. Slide step delivery will again bounce in and another good stop from Pyrrhic. Count 2-0 to the nine-hole hitter. Angels looks in, gets the sign, comes set. Leading off second is Cody. The 2-0 drops in there for strike one. Maybe a bit below the knees. Either way, Angels will take it. Count two and one. Angels looks in, works he works quickly, coming set, checks the runner now the delivery. Fastball in there for strike two. That gets a head tilt from Crow. So count even at two and two. We're going to get out of the inning unscathed. Runner in scoring position here in the top of the second. Huskies lead 1-0. Coming set, Angels. Checks the runner, the delivery. 
Be a curveball swung on and missed, but it gets by Pyrrhic, and he's going to get on base. And moving over to third on the play is Cody. So a beauty of a pitch from Luke Angels, all for not as the passed ball will put Crow on. And the lineup turns over, and Joey DeBoyer, who walked after working the count full in his last time, up. And now Angel's in some real danger of giving up his first run of the game. Runners on first and third. See what they what the Huskies do here. If then or if the Muskrats even want to send Crow. Crow leads off. He heads to second. They're gonna fake the throw down to second and just look. Cody back to second, so defensive indifference gets Crow over to second. And now two runners are in scoring position for the leadoff hitter, DeBoyer. DeBoyer, middle of the box, rest the bat on his right shoulder. Pitch misses low. That is ball two, I believe. Two and zero, oh, the count to the Muskrat leadoff hitter. The two zero delivery is going to be a line drive hitting the left center field gap, chasing after it is Armstrong diving play. What a catch from Armstrong to save a couple of runs. Oh, if he misses that, that ball's rolling deep into left center field. But as it stands, no runs come across the score. On a hit and a pass ball going to the bottom of the second. Thanks to Armstrong, score stays 1-0. Port here on Northern here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Score still one nothing in no small part thanks to Alex Armstrong who made a diving catch to save a couple of runs from scoring in the top half of the inning. Going into the bottom of the second, it is Presner, Dewan Smith, and Armstrong due up 6-7-8 for the Huskies. Crow on the mound. It's his last couple of warm-up pitches in. 
The Huskies going to look to add on to their lead. So coming up, Presner. Presner going to bat from the right-hand side. Where's number 47? Don't see that too often in high school baseball. As working from the stretch will be Alan Crow. The wind-up and the first pitch of the bottom of the second is a curveball that drops in there for strike one. The 0-1 delivery from Crow is swung on and missed for strike two. Looked like a changeup. He took something off, dropped off the table. Crow does a good job of mixing up his pitches. Kept hitters off balance against Yale, doing it again here at Northern. The 0-2 fastball, easy take for Presner. That was about eye level. Presner steps to the back of the box. Fairly wide stance for the second baseman. The one-two. Curveball misses outside. Again, as we're falling down 0-2, two easy takes for Colin Presner. Steps back in Crow, working from the left side of the rubber in the windup. Starts his motion, big leg kick the delivery. Fastball through the opposite batter's box, count now full. Presner done a good job working this count full after falling behind 0-2. The full count delivery. The fastball misses up near the neck. After 0-2, four straight balls gets Presner aboard. Jaden Dewan Smith will come up. He is the right fielder for Northern. Head over to the left-hand side. So second straight inning that Crows allowed the leadoff man to get on. It was a single in the first from Derek Ruiz and a walk here in the second. Crow checks the runner. Going to pick off over to first and good move. Almost got Presner. He was able to slide in under the tag. Still waiting for the first pitch to Dewan Smith. Presner inches off first. First pitch misses high for ball one. And I think Northern might want to get the running game going. Presner leads off of first. Dewan Smith in the box. Coming set crow, a big lead for Presner. He's going to just not take it as the Pitch drops in there for strike one. Back pick 
for Presner. Never a threat to get him. Count one and one to the Husky right fielder. Crow tracks Presner at first. Now comes set. Turn's going to pick over. Easy back for Presner. Count is one and one to the seven-hole hitter, Jaden Dewan Smith. Slightly open stance. Slide step pitch. Misses low for ball two. Crow again, keeping a close eye on Presner. Checks him twice, make it three times before he finally comes set. Gonna pick back over, and a good move again, Presner. About as far as he can get a lead off without being in real danger. Count two and one to the better, Dwan Smith. Crow coming set, slide step, fastball in there, back pick, would have gotten Presner Ball goes up high and over the hands of Meldrum. There to back it up was Jacob Kasner. Presner will stay at second, count two and two. And there's going to be a, looks like we're going to have a coaches meeting here at the pitcher's mound. Count two and two to the batter, Dewan Smith. Maybe telling his guys to calm it down a bit. Crow does get in a little bit of a, a rhythm on the mound. one nothing here in the bottom of the second. Northern scored back in the first off of Luke Angel's double. It's been the only score so far of the game. Alex Armstrong kept it that way when he made a great diving play in the left center gap. As the Algonac infield will return to their positions. And we can resume this at bat to Jaden Dewan Smith. Dewan Smith steps in the box. Taps his bat a couple times. Twirls it back and he's ready for the 2-2 pitch. Quick pick off and they're going to get Presner at first. Presner looked to extend his lead when Crow came set. That's when he moved over, and they picked off the second baseman. That'll be the first out of the inning. As now with nobody on, Crow will return to the windup. The 2-2 pitch. Fastball or changeup swung on and missed. Good pitch from Crow. And after looking like it might be a dangerous inning, got nobody on with two outs now for the Huskies as Alex Armstrong looking to do it both offensively and defensively. Batting from the right side, he crowds the plate just a bit. Fairly upright stance, holds the bat over his right shoulder. Curveball will miss high. Crow working from the windup. 
The 1-0 delivery. They change up that misses low. Count 2-0. Should he get on deck? Perrick will follow him up in the nine hole. The 2-0 from Crow. Fastball right down the heart of the plate for strike one. Armstrong looking to start a little two-out rally. The 2-1 is fouled straight back to the backstop. Fairly spacious backstop here at Port Huron Northern. Pass ball is going to be dangerous for any catcher as the count now 2-2. Two and two. Crow looking to get out of this inning fairly easily. Walked the first man, picked him off at first, and then struck out Dewan Smith. Looking to do the same to Armstrong, the 2-2. Two, two. Fastball at the letters that Crow wanted doesn't get the call. Think he took half a step back to the Muskrat dugout before he got that ball back. The full count payoff pitch. Misses outside for ball four, and that gets a head tilt from Crow. That's his second walk given up in the inning. As Cole Pear comes up to bat, the catcher. Looking to keep the two-out rally alive. Perrick steps in, checks down the third base line for a sign. See if the northern base runners stay aggressive. Very short lead for Armstrong. Maybe one step off the base. He extends it a bit more. The first pitch misses low and outside, and Armstrong thought about going, was almost caught in no man's land, got back. Perrick gets ready in the box. Crow checks the runner at first. That is Armstrong coming set now. Pick off over to first. Back in plenty of time was Armstrong. He wasn't far enough off the base to – he would have had to slip straight down to get picked off there. Crow coming set. The 1-0. Catches the top of the letters for strike one. Count one and one to the nine hole hitter, Perrick. Short lead off first for Armstrong. From the stretch, slide step one one. Popped up and perhaps playable near the first base dugout. Heading over for it was Meldrum, and he'll get underneath it for the final out. So follow, uh, popping up in foul ground is Perrick, and that will end the second. Still one nothing. Northern leads headed to the top of the third. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear 
your satisfaction is our guarantee. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Northern leads Algonac 1-0 headed to the top of the third. We have an update from Marysville. Dennis down there for the Marysville Northern softball game. Vikings lead 8-0 after 2. So Mary's the first time we got to see the Vikings softball team and their offense coming alive. I know Dennis has seen another home run. Smith hit one for Marysville. As due up for Algonac here in the top of the third, you have Kasner, that's Jacob Kasner, Bartolomucci, and Critson. Last time up, Kasner grounded into a fielder's choice. He got on base. The ground out to the shortstop. The Angels working from the windup near the left side of the rubber. First pitch. Ground ball left side picked up by Johnson about waist high bounce. Throws over to first dropping to a knee and grabbing it is Cartmel. And that's one pitch one out for the Husky hurdler Angels. That brings up Charlie Bartolomucci. Flew out to left field last time. Lefty takes a couple practice hacks, now steps in the box. Angels in the, the windup, the delivery. Catches the zone for strike one. He's been aggressive. The 0-1 from Angels. Curve ball smacked down the right field line and foul. Bartolomucci was all over that just a bit early. You can straighten that one out. That's a that's a good swing. Likely results in a double. But the count, the 0-2 is all that is is a strike. So three pitches, three strikes for Luke Angels. Let's see what he comes with here. The windup and the 0-2 delivery. Fastball way high and outside. Easy take for Bartolomucci. Angels gets the, gets the sign from his catcher, Pyrrhic. And they're going to get time from Bartolomucci. And Angels might not too happy about that. He was just starting his windup. Umpire granted it. Now we'll have to do it all over again. Count one and two. Wind up the delivery. Is a breaking ball that got fouled out of play. Straight back and count stays at one and two.
Angels looking to stay aggressive. Got Kasner out to start the inning on a ground out to Johnson at third. The 1-2 pitch. Fastball hit to the right side. Pick up by Cartmel. He's going to throw over to Angels covering, and he gets him by half a step. It was a foot race that Angels barely got there in time. And two up, two down here in the top of the third for Angels. That brings up James Critson. He had an infield single last time when he hit it to the right side. It's a tough hop for Ruiz to play at short. Or rather the left side, I should say. Scritson, tall righty, fairly upright stance, twist back just a bit. First pitch. That's a strike on the outside half. 0-1 now to the cleanup hitter, Critson. Angels waiting for the sign. Now he gets it. The 0-1. Swung on and missed. Took something off that one. Got Critson on his front foot. Now he's ahead of the cleanup hitter, 0-2. Angels looking for a 1-2-3 inning. The 0-2. Curveball low and outside. And half the Husky infield was headed to the dugout. He thought he caught him. Instead, the count goes to one and two. Angels, the one-two pitch. Fastball low and outside, and Angels may be getting a little frustrated. He thought he picked that low outside corner. Home plate umpire disagreed. Count even at two and two. From the windup, the 2-2 from Angels. Swung on and missed strike three. Picked from the dirt for, with Pyrrhic, and that is a 1-2-3 inning for the Northern Huskies and Luke Angels. Headed to the bottom of the third. Still 1-0 Northern leads. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia, and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Bottom of the third, Huskies lead the Muskrats 1-0 here at Port Huron Northern High School. Top of the order due up for PHN. That's Ruiz, Sheffer, and Angels. Ruiz singled 
in his first at bat. Later came around to score on the Angels double. Again, over on stream one, Dennis Stuckey has the Northern Marysville softball game. Northern starting to claw back. Eight to four now the score after three. Marysville still leading. Ruiz batting from the left-hand side. Got on and stole a base in his first plate appearance. Crow struck out two and walked two his first time through the order. The first pitch to Ruiz. Breaking ball that makes it about three feet shy of the plate. Ball one. As Crow, it's a feel for the ball. Steps on the rubber. He's going to work from the windup. The 1 0 2 Ruiz. It's a fastball that misses the high outside part of the plate. And that gets a few groans from the Muskrat supporters. Count 2-0. and oh. 2-0 to the leadoff hitter, Ruiz. There's a breaking ball that bounces on home plate. Count now 3-0. and oh. Crow will circle around the mound before getting on the rubber. Ruiz taps the plate, makes an adjustment, slight bend in the knees for the stance, holds the bat over his left shoulder, the 3-0, misses for ball four, that's a four-pitch walk. At bat is number two, Logan Third walk feigned by Crow. He didn't walk anybody in his appearance last month, or on Monday at Yale, as Logan Sheffer comes up, he was... A victim of a fielder's choice. Sheffer bats from the right side. Open stance. Ruiz getting a big lead off first. Turn pick. Good move. Just couldn't quite get Ruiz. Kind of had the weight heading back to first. So quick reactions. Heading back to the bag. Crow checks the sign. Looks over to Ruiz at first. He extends the lead. Another pickoff attempt and another good move, but Ruiz just a little too quick back to the bag. As they're going to watch Ruiz carefully. He stole second his first time on. Ruiz extends the lead. First pitch inside for ball one. One and zero, the count to Logan Sheffer. Playing particularly close tabs to him at first. It will be a pickoff over to the first baseman Meldrum. Ruiz back standing up. Alan Crow looking to limit the running game from the Huskies. Count is one and zero to the batter Sheffer. Coming set, the delivery. It's going to be a ground ball to the left side, picked up by Kasner. Flip over to second, and it hits off the glove of Garaga, and that's going to move Ruiz up to third on the air.
So runners will be first and third with nobody out. And Luke Angels, who smoked a double over the left fielder's head last time, looking to add another RBI to the ledger. So what could have been a huge double play results in no outs, and now there's two base runners. Runners are on first and third for the Huskies. Let's see if they'll give Sheffer second base. As it feels like this chilly day gets colder here at Port here on Northern. Mid-April weather is Crow comes set. Slide step delivery swung on and missed. And going over to second is Sheffer. That will be two runners in scoring position for the pitcher Angels. Still one nothing Northern. Angels looking to change that. As the outfield shifts slightly to the left. The 0-1 swung on and missed from Angels. He was trying to put that in someone's backyard. Count 0-2. Nobody out. It would be a good start for Crow if he could strike out the dangerous Angels. The 0-2. Bender that drops in there for strike three. That's a really nice pitch in a big-time spot for Alan Crow, and that will bring up Nick Cartmel. Got on via the fielder's choice last time. As Cartmel. Steps into the box. Right-handed batter looking to get a fly ball or a ground ball up the middle. First pitch to Cartmel. Swung through for strike one. Crow looking to dance out of danger. Already got through the, the dangerous angels. The 0-1 pitch to Cartmel. High knee drive the pitch. It's going to be a line drive that's between the third baseman and shortstop for a base hit. Coming in to score Ruiz. Sheffer thought about coming around third. Instead, he'll hold. So an RBI single for Nick Cartmel. At bat is number 21, Owen Johnson. That brings up Owen Johnson. Runners on first and third. 2-0 Northern now leads. Johnson struck out swinging, and this might be the end of the road for Alan Crow. It will be coming in, will be Jacob Kasner. So Crow's day will be done after just two and a third. He struck out three, he walked three, and gave up, well, as of now, two earned runs. He's responsible for the runners on first and third. As Jacob Kasner, not a particularly tall right-handed pitcher, gets his warm-ups in. See if I can give you some scores from around the area. As as I mentioned, Marysville softball was up eight to four over on stream one. Dennis is there in that one. Uh, the baseball team from Marysville, tied at one in the bottom of the fifth. 
against Croslex. I know there was a couple other teams playing today. See if I can get any scores. Richmond softball uh, lost, or the, Richmond beat, excuse me, rather, North Branch 6-4 to four today. And then tomorrow, I'll let you know that Dennis will be back here at Northern for the doubleheader with St. Clair. And I will be down in St. Clair. They are playing a softball game. They're taking on the Port here on High Big Reds. Here at Northern, it is a 2-0 lead for the Huskies. Has just got a update from Dennis. 8-5 Marysville leads now going to the bottom of the fourth. As Kasner looking to work out of a jam. Got runners on first and third, only one out. Could use a ground ball, get out of the inning. Owen Johnson struck out his first time up. That was against Crow. And let's see if they're going to allow Cartmel to just take second base. The first pitch. Is a fly ball deep to left center field. Heading back for it is Cote and or Cope rather. And he will get under it for the out, but on the play scoring is Sheffer. Three nothing now, Northern leads. So Cope the center fielder. He's who Bartolomucci's hitting for. He had to range way back to his right. Was that eventually able to settle underneath it for the out? So one pitch, one out for Kasner, and that will be the third earned run for Crow. As now up to bat, Colin Presner. He walked and then got picked off last time as Kasner looks over to first. Back in plenty of time was Cartmel. Uh, turn easy slide back on his knees was Cartmel. Kasner looks into his catcher, Cote. He's going to send it back. Still no pitch to the batter, Presner. Coming set, Kasner. Delivery is going to be fouled out of play down the first baseline. Presner, as I mentioned, walked his last time up. 0-1 the count to the Husky second baseman. We've already pushed across two in the inning. One on the Cartmel single, the other on the Owen Johnson sacrifice fly. Coming set, Kasner. High leg kick, the delivery. Misses low for ball one. Yeah, 
Kasner taking his time getting back on the rubber. Working from the stretch. Looks into Cote, his catcher. Holds that ball behind his back, now coming set. The 1-1 delivery in there for strike two, count one and two. Kasner looking to get out this inning, keeping the score where it is, 3-0 Northern. Coming set, the 1-2. Breaking ball misses low. Count now 2-2. Two and two. Kasner, it's the healthy diet of fastballs and then a, throws in a changeup every once in a while. Leading off first, Cartmel. The 2-2 fouled right back near the northern dugout. Good battle from Presner. Kasner takes his time to get back to the rubber. As Presner taps his bat, twirls it around. Kasner gets the sign for Algonac, comes set. The 2-2 again. Swung on and missed that strike three. And that will end the inning, but not before the Huskies can push across two runs. It is 3-0 Northern heading to the top of the fourth. You're listening to live high school baseball here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Five, six, seven due up here in the top of the fourth. The Muskrats find themselves down 3-0. It is Josh Kasner, Meldrum, and Cote up for the Muskrats, still on the mound, Luke Angels. He had a nice top of the third, one, two, three, a couple ground outs and a strikeout. As Kasner comes up, he grounded out to short last time. Fielder's choice ended the inning. Working from the windup, Angels. Gets the sign. And the first pitch at the top of the fourth will be a fastball that catches the inside part of the plate for strike one. 
Angels been very aggressive in this outing, pounding the strike zone. The 0-1 pitch, breaking ball, beautiful curve on that one. 0-2 the count to the Muskrat shortstop. Here's a sign from his catcher, Pyrrhic. The 0-2. Fastball above the head of Kasner. So easy take there. Count moves to 1-2. and two. From the left side of the Rubber Angels. In the motion now, the 1-2. Fastball again misses up high. Count evens at two and two. The two-two offering to Kasner. Swung on and missed, strike three. Got him swinging and he starts the fourth the same way he ended the third with a strikeout. That's his third. Fourth of the day, or yes, of the day, and that brings up Matt Meldrum, who singled his last time up. Meldrum just kind of got it through the left side of the infield. That was the last hit that Angels has given up. The first pitch just misses outside for ball one. Looked like an off-speed pitch. Couldn't quite catch the corner. The 1-0 delivery to Meldrum. Fastball, and it's just pushed to the shortstop Ruiz. He doesn't even have to take a step either side, and that will be the second out of the inning. Call that a line out as Jack Cote comes up. He got on via the fielder's choice, so 0 for 1 for the muskrat catcher. Swings the bat a couple times. Now he's ready. Angels gets the sign. First pitch to Cote. Fastball right down the middle for strike one. Looking for a second straight one, two, three inning. Last base runner given up from Angels was on a pass ball on a strikeout. Count is 1 and 0 to Cote. Excuse me, 0 and 1. Pitch misses up high. Angels looking to just keep this rhythm going. The 1-1. Low, below the knees for ball two. Angels getting ready for the 2-1. Struck out one and got a lazy line out of this inning. 2-1 in there for strike two. 
And he's a strike away from his second straight one, two, three inning and his fifth strikeout of the game. The 2-2 delivery to Cote. Breaking ball way outside, lunging for it, Pierrick. And that will make it three and two, a full count to the muskrat catcher. Looking just to keep the top of the fourth alive. Angels on the rubber. The payoff pitch is misses up high, about neck level fastball. And that will be just the second walk of the day for Luke Angels, and that brings up Roman Giraga. He got him looking last time. Algonac looking to push across their first run. Looked like two were going to score back in the second, but an Alex Armstrong diving catch out in left center. Kept the Muskrat scoreless. Haven't been able to really threaten since. First pitch fouled straight back. So Giraga, rather, waiting no time to attack Angels. Is working from the stretch on the far left side of the rubber. Slide step. Misses low going to second will be Cody. As Pierre couldn't get the handle on the ball in time, that will be a wild pitch. As Pierre goes to have a word with his pitcher, Angels. Count is one and one to the Muskrat's second baseman, Giraga. Angel steps on the rubber, looks in, gets the sign, comes set. Doesn't bother checking the runner, and it'll be a ground ball to the left side, scooped up by, no, goes under the glove of Ruiz, going around third and coming home will be Cote on the error. So after two quick outs, a walk and an error push across the run for the Muskrats. They have a mini two-out rally going as Alan Crow, now the right fielder, comes up to bat. He got on base after he struck out swinging, and the ball got past the catcher, Pyrrhic. 3-1 our score here in the bottom, of, or excuse me, the top of the fourth. Zalganak just got their first run of the ball game. First pitch misses up high. Crow, the 1-0 count. Taps the bat a couple times. Leading off first is Giraga. Pick off over there. Back in plenty of time. The 1-0 count to the nine-hole hitter Crow. Going to be a ground ball picked up by Johnson. Couple steps over, fires to the first baseman, and tagging out Crow is Cartmel. So one run comes across the score on no hits. It's a walk and an error 
that eventually scores. And going to the bottom of the fourth, it is 3-1 Northern. We'll be back in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at Thompson-Engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Here in the bottom of the fourth, 3-1, to one, Algonac leads. They pushed across their first run in the top without getting a hit. They drew a walk, moved over on a wild pitch, then an error scored him as the temperatures now dip below 40 degrees, 39 the temperature out here at Port Huron Northern High School. As we will have a pinch hitter, as it is Dewan Smith, Alex Armstrong, and then it will be Steinhauer that will be hitting in place of Parrott. But right now, Jaden Dewan Smith First pitch in there for strike one. Only three hits on the day for the Huskies. They've managed to push across three runs. The 0-1 fouled straight back. Kasner, the pitcher, he came in to finish out the third for Algonac. Is ahead 0-2 on Jaden Dewan Smith. The 0-2. Swung on and missed in the dirt. Picking it up will be Cote. He'll flip it over to Meldrum to complete the out, but that is the first strikeout of the day for Jacob Kasner. That's one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Alex Armstrong, who you can argue is the reason why this game is not tied right now. Comes up to bat. He got on via the walk. Crowds the plate from the right side. Working from the stretch, Kasner. First pitch bounces about three feet short. Count is 1-0 to the Husky center fielder. Regardless of the situation, you see Kasner working from the stretch. The 1-0. Breaking ball, check swing, no swing. Count moves to 2-0. Kind of like that as a pitcher, working from the stretch. Less motion, less things to screw up. As Kasner comes set. The 
2-0. Will be a ground ball to the left side, picked up by Josh Kasner. He'll take one step, flip it over to Meldrum. He'll get the tag on Armstrong for the second out. And now Joel Steinhauer coming in to bat for Perrick. See if he goes to catcher in the top half of the inning. Jacob Kasner looking for a 1-2-3 inning. The first pitch swung on and missed a good breaking ball from the Algonac hurler. And I think some kids leaving their mask on in the field just to stay warm. Steinhauer, one of them at bat from the right side, wiggles the bat over the right-hand shoulder. The 0-1 pitch from Kasner. Fastball can't quite catch the knees. Gets an exasperated look from Kasner. As the count moves to 1-1. One one. The 1-1 one -one delivery bounces in the opposite batter's box, two and one. That's an easy call. Hasner looks in, comes set. The two one to Steinhauer. Breaking ball. Oh, <laughs> the Algonac dugout wanted it. I think they have a case. Counts three and one. That was a breaking ball that fooled just about everyone. Steinhauer and maybe the home plate umpire included. Three and one to the newly entered Steinhauer. He swings and misses on a ball that bounces in front of home plate. Count is full. I think he was sitting on the hard stuff there on three and one. Kasner changed it up on him, threw him a bender. Full count here to the nine-hole hitter Steinhauer. The delivery. Misses just outside. And you'll get some more oohs and ahs from the Algonac dugout as the lineup turns over and Derek Ruiz one for one on the day two runs scored he had a single in the first and walked in the third he'll look to keep this two out rally alive look to answer Algonac who scored up in the top of the fourth Ruiz Wiggles the bat, middle of the left-handed batter box, hits a sharp ground ball foul down the first baseline. Count 0-1. Logan Sheffer would wait on deck. He's 0 for 2 on the day with a run scored. Stepping on the rubber, Kasner. Looks in, Steinhauer only about a two-step lead. He extends it now to about three. The one pitch, a big swing and a miss. Ruiz was not cheated on that swing. Count moves to 0-2. He was looking to put that on the softball diamond. Owen to the count to the Husky leadoff hitter. Checking the runner at first, Kasner. Comes set, the 0-2. Fastball just a bit low. Count is one and two. Not a bad pitch on one and two at all. That's a tough take for Derek Ruiz. 
The 1-2. Bender, and it's a fly ball to right field. Under it will be Crow for the third out. So a good swing, good contact, unrewarded for Derek Ruiz as he lines out to the right fielder. We're headed to the top of the fifth. Northern still leads 3-1. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just $1.59. Mama Vicky's, a Port Huron original since 1923. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 3 to 1 here in the top of the 5th. Luke Angels heads out for a 5th inning of work. Top of the order due up for the Muskrats, 1, 2, 3. It'll be their third time through the order. Joey DeBoyer got robbed of a double last time by Alex Armstrong. Kasner 0 for 2 and Charlie Bartolomucci 0 for 2 as well. Top of the lineup obviously held fairly quiet. 0 for 5 with a walk. That walk was the first batter of the game, DeBoyer, and that was only one of two walks that Angels has surrendered. Stretching out a bit is DeBoyer. He'll get in the right-handed batter's box, kick around some dirt. Angels ready to work. And there's going to be time in the box. As Angels started his motion. Seems a bit perturbed by that, and I can understand why. The first pitch to DeBoyer. Is a bender that drops in there for strike one. And gives a little shoulder shrug like, well, if you're going to throw that 0-0, you can get up get up on me. Mr. Boyer taps the plate, spins the bat around, and holds it over his right shoulder. The 0-1 from Angels. Fastball misses at shin height. Count evens at 1-1. One and one. A cold day here at Port Huron Northern has been a pitcher's duel. Three to one, our score here in the top of the fifth. The one-one misses low again. Fastball couldn't find the zone. Count two and one. Does the Boyer put a good swing on it last time? Just got robbed. Outfield plays him slightly to pull. 
Infield, big gap up the middle, 2-1, fastball in there, strike two. That's a good pitch from Angels. Count 0-2 to the leadoff hitter, Joey DeBoyer. 2-2. Is a curveball hit right back to Angels. He'll scoop it up, turn fire, and over there is Cartmount to catch it for the out. One up, one down here in the top of the fifth, and that will bring up the pitcher, Jacob Kasner. He got on via the fielder's choice in the first and in the fourth, grounded out to the third baseman. Hitting from the right-hand side is Jacob Kasner. Looking to get a rally going to get Algonac back in this game. Their last hit was all the way back in the second. First pitch, a good fastball, chest level for strike one. Last hit was Matt Meldrum back in the first batter of the second inning. They have pushed across a run since then. That was thanks to a walk, a pass ball, and an error. As the 0-1 pitch to Kasner. Finds the zone again. Took a little something off that. 0-2. As Angels attacking the zone. Working from the windup in his fifth inning of work. Been a good outing so far. For the northern pitcher. Fastball up high. Kasner thought about it but wisely held back. Count now one and two. Ruiz playing a little shifted slightly towards the third baseline at short. The one two. Gonna be a ground ball and it'll get past Angels and Ruiz tries to barehand it, flip it over to first and that'll bounce past him. Looking to second is going to be Kasner. The throw from Pyrrhic is not in time. Throw is just a bit high. So it'll be a single with an error as he would have been safe at first no matter what. But the throwing error moves him over to second, and that brings up Charlie Bartolomucci. But first, Husky skipper Nate Manis going to head to the mound. As that's a great pitch from Luke Angels, just some bad luck. See if that's going to be the end of the day for Luke Angels. Looks like he's staying there for now. As sometimes you just need a little bit of luck to get a rally started. That was just a weak dribbler that got past Angels. Ruiz couldn't come in fast enough. That is the third hit of the ball game for the Muskrats. And we're going to have a courtesy runner for Kasner. That is Andrew Thomason. Thomason on second, Bartolomucci at the plate. He's 0 for 2 on the day with a fly out to left and a ground out to the right side. As I think we got all the, no, the Algonac coach is talking to the base umpire. 
As now he gives the go-ahead to Angels. Angels on the rubber, looks in, working from the stretch. Comes set. First pitch to Bartolomucci. Misses way outside. Almost looked like a pitch out. Don't think it was. Count 1-0 and to the three-hole hitter Bartolomucci. I'd imagine it's got to have been hard to stay warm for Bartolomucci. He's been the DH. On a cold day like today, come off the bench almost like pinch hitting. The 1-0 pitch misses low for ball two. As the Sun tried to peek out earlier in the game, and it has been all overcast since. As every, the fans that have braved the cold are bundled up. The 2-0 pitch. In there for strike one. Angels gets on the mound. Looks in. Leading off second is Thomas in the courtesy runner for Kasner. The 2-1. Misses high and outside. Angels didn't like that call. I will say it's been a small strike zone, but it's been a small strike zone both ways. I think it would be the opposite on a cold day like today, but no. The 3-1. Say his shot hit Cartmel, snags it, and he's going to double off Thomason on second. So a great swing from Charlie Bartolomucci results in a double play to end the inning. And going to the bottom of the fifth, a little luck for the Huskies keeps the score at 3-1. to one. You're listening to High School Baseball and GetStuckOnSports.com. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Two, three, four, due up for the Huskies in the bottom of the fifth. As we're trying to stay warm up here in the booth at Northern. It's been some bad luck for the Algonac Muskrats. A couple times you think they have a chance to score a run. In the second, you had a DeBoyer uh, double taken away from Alex Armstrong. And to end the top of the fifth, it was a line drive snagged by Cartmel at first, doubled up Thomason, the courtesy runner, at second. It is Sheffer. Angels and Cartmel do up 2-3-4. Sheffer 0-2 with a run score. He got on via an error last time. 
First pitch is a curveball that he'll just slap over the shortstop's head. One pitch, and that's a single for Logan Sheffer. It was out on his front foot, but he just kind of put it where they weren't. Baseball is a fickle game. You have Bartolomucci absolutely tattoo one. That results in an inning-ending double play. And then Logan Sheffer just kind of pushes one up and over the shortstop's glove. As I believe that's going to be a pinch runner. That's going to be a courtesy as Sheffer was the catcher. Velostro, the pinch runners, he gets a big lead off of first. Jacob Kasner comes set the delivery. Bounces in, good pick by Cody, but I think he dropped it, didn't know where it was for a second. Cody rocking, rocking the mullet look, got to respect it. Kasner checks the runner at first. The delivery. Catches the knees for strike one. Count even at one aside. 3-1 our score here in the bottom of the fifth. Some bad luck for the Muskrats. Some good fortune for the Huskies. Kept them up in this one. The 1-1 is a line drive ground and it bounces past the short stop. Kasner, and that will be another single back-to-back -back hits to start off the bottom of the fifth. At bat is number 23, Nick Cartmill. And Nick Cartmill, who singled his last time up. He got an RBI, and he's going to look to continue that, get a rally going here. Jacob Kasner would love a ground ball. As Cartmel, the cleanup hitter, is a sign from the third base coach, Manis. Double taps the plate, and he gets ready. Coming set is Kasner. He looks back, checks the runner at second. High leg, kick the drive. Misses low for ball one. We did have a final from Marysville. The Vikings did end up mercying Northern 16-5. Perrin hit a two-run walk-off home run for the Mercy. Big lead at first for Angels as the pitch misses. Count now 2-0. Kasner in a little bit of trouble for his first time in this relief appearance. Leading off second, Sheffer. Off first is Angels. He's got a big lead, and the 2-0 pitch fouled back. Count 2-1. Still a good hitter's count to Nick Cartmel. Would love some insurance here in the late innings. Kasner comes set. The 2-1 delivery. Breaking ball good, blocked by Cote as the count swells to three and one. 
And a walk here would load the bases for Owen Johnson, who has an RBI to his name with a sack fly. He's on deck. Right now, they're going to have to come with a 3-1 to Nick Cartmel. Kasner looks in, comes set. Steps off the rubber. Going to take a second to think about this pitch. Gets on the rubber, looks in again. Count three and one to the cleanup hitter for the Huskies. The delivery. Fastball, ground ball left side, and it goes through the legs of Critson. And coming around to score from second will be Sheffer. So make it four to one. Now runners will be on second and third on the air. As Owen Johnson comes up, runners on first and second is looks like the rain's starting to fall out there. So nothing compliments a cold day like some weather. And we will have a, a, a meeting at the mound with Jacob Kasner. As that rain coming down, not hard, but it's not a drizzle either. Luckily, we're up here staying dry. It is cold today. Temperatures, last I checked, saying they were 39 degrees and now add some rain. There wasn't much in the forecast. In fact, if you look at at the radar, it says it's not raining. Just a, just a little cell, so this should pass through fairly quickly. But in the meantime... It is two on, nobody out for Jacob Kasner in the bottom of the fifth. Northern already pushed across one run. As Owen Johnson comes up to the plate, he has an RBI. First pitch to Johnson. It's a breaking ball that bounces. Moving up to third is Angels. That was a good jump. And behind him, Cartmel will go up to second. So now that's two runners in scoring position for the Husky third baseman. Johnson steps on the mound, gets the sign from his catcher, Cote. Infield moves in. Both Giraga and Kasner on the front of the grass as it is swung on and missed. That is strike one, count one and one. One and one pitch to Owen Johnson. Bounces just short. Every single infielder just at the edge of the grass. Corner infielders are in the cutout. As the rain's still coming down here on this cold Thursday afternoon, the 2 1 swung on and missed for strike two. Uh, fouled back, rather. Either way, count goes to two and two. Two runners in scoring position, nobody out. Here in the bottom of the fifth, four to one, Northern leads looking to add to that. Coming set, Kasner. 
The 2-2 two, uh, two, two is a pop-up on the right side. That's going to be foul. Heading for it is Meldrum, and he can't get underneath it. A long run for him. Would have been a nice catch had he brought it in. Count stays at 2-2. Two and two. Two, two count once again to Owen Johnson. Looking for his first hit at the ball game. Possibly add to his RBI total. Kasner comes set. The two, two. In there for strike three. Got him with an off-speed pitch. At bat is number 42, Andrew Ramos. That's the second strikeout of the game for Kasner. And we will have a substitution in for Presner is number 42, Andrew Ramo. Is this, is this rain really starting to come down now? You can hear it hitting off the dugout. It's almost like a, a freezing rain. You can hear it bouncing off the metal dugouts. And still two runners in scoring position for Ramo. First pitch misses way up high. On deck, we're going to have Dom Ruiz. So some substitutions being made. The 1-0 pitch to Ramo drops in there for ball two. 2-0. Two I don't blame you if you stayed home for this one. A cold afternoon baseball game here at Northern. 4-1 to one the score. Northern leads here in the bottom of the fifth. The 2-0 pitch to Ramo in there for strike one. As the rain has subsided, at least for now. Count two and one to Ramo. Kasner gets the sign, comes set. A two one. Misses low and outside, ball three. And Kasner needs a uh, an easy ground ball in the worst way. Whole infield playing in. Everyone about the edge of the infield grass. Corner infielders in the cutout. Shortstop, second baseman are at, at their toes on the front. The 3-1. Bounces in for ball four. And that will load the bases for now the pinch hitter, Dom Ruiz. Big pressure situation to come in for your first at-bat. Base is juiced, one out. All Kasner needs is a ground ball, and he could get out of the inning. But if Dom Ruiz can find some grass, possibly score three runs. Angels at third, Cartmel at second, and Ramo is at first after the walk.
Ruiz batting from the right-hand side. Slightly open stance. Rocks back. The first pitch to Dom Ruiz. Low for ball one. Four to one our score here in the bottom of the fifth here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Jacob Kasner looks in, gets the sign and comes set. The 1-0 in there for strike one. Think Ruiz was taken all the way there. Kasner gets the sign. The one and one delivery is a foul ball. Late swing from Dom Ruiz. Count now goes to one and two. As Kasner would love a ground ball in the worst way possible. Base is loaded, one out here in the bottom of the fifth, trying to keep the score at four to one. Coming set, Kasner. A 1-2 delivery. Bounces in a fastball. Good stop by Cote. Sends it up the third baseline. And that forces Angels to halt at third. Count two and two. As the infield now is in double play depth. Josh Kasner and Garaga. Sitting back at the middle infield. Swung on and missed for strike three. The bender came through with the letters. That will be the third strikeout for Kasner. And it will be up to Alex Armstrong to unload these bases. Armstrong 1-0 oh for 1 on the day. He walked and then grounded out to short in his last at-bat. The first pitch to Armstrong. Change up that catches the zone. As Kasner looking to keep the bases stranded. Coming set. The 0-1 delivery. Fastball catches the outside part of the plate. Ahead 0-2. I think Kasner struggled with a little bit here in the later innings. Kasner gets the sign, comes set. Looking to strike out the side, the 0-2 pitch. Fastball low and outside. That's an easy take for Armstrong. Kasner looks in, getting the sign, looking to get out of a jam. The 1-2, curveball fouled out of play down the first baseline. Count will stay at one and two. Gotta imagine it's gotta be hard to get a grip on the ball in this 30 degree April day. Wet out there too as rain has came through in the past inning. Coming set the one two once more from Kasner. Curveball fouled again down the first baseline. Almost goes on to the football field where they're playing a lacrosse game. Count stays at one and two. 
Alex Armstrong been battling. Count is one and two. Coming set. The pitch. It'll be a ground ball foul down the third baseline. Out in front of that one. Uh, this has been a good battle with the bases loaded and two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. As they try to switch out the baseballs, get them a dry dry baseball. Armstrong's been battling. Count still at one and two. Looks in, gets the sign. Comes set. The one-two once more. Fouled back again. He's not going anywhere. Count Ben stagnant at one and two with the battle from Alex Armstrong. As Kasner looks in, comes set. We'll try again the one-two. Curveball, it'll be a ground ball to the shortstop Kasner. He'll pick it up, fire it over to first for the final out. So Northern loads the bases and can only get one. Headed to the top of the sixth, we have a 3-1 ball game, 4-1 Northern leads. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Here in the top of the sixth, Northern leads a score of 4-1. to one. It's been some bad luck for the Muskrat Bats. A couple times you thought of a hit was going to score a run, both times taken away. And last inning, a uh, Inning ending double play is now on the mound. You have Huber pitching for the Huskies. So at the top, the end of the day for Luke Angels, he works five strong innings, strikes out four, only gives up uh, two walks, and doesn't have an earned run. As the inning would have ended had they made the play back in the fourth. Thank you. 
So Jacob Huber on the mound looking to close this one out in the final two innings. So slightly extended warm-up. Now on the mound as due up for the Muskrats, you have Kurtzen, Josh Kasner, and Matt Meldrum. That is the four, five, six hitters for Algonac. Kritzen steps on the rubber. Or rather, Huber, I should say, as Kritzen steps in the box, the right-hander. He's a one for two on the day of the first pitch. Swung on and missed. Changeup got him. So getting ahead of the muskrat four-hole hitter Kritzen is Jacob Huber. He works from the windup. The 0-1 delivery. Gonna be a ground ball foul down the third baseline. As he got good contact on that one. Just couldn't quite keep it in between the lines. Count 0-2 to Kritzen. Singled back in the first. Struck out on his last at-bat. Huber ahead 0-2 on Kritzen. The delivery. Barely fouled away. He was fooled on a curveball and barely made contact on his front foot. Count stays at 0-2. So coming out on a cold day in relief, Jacob Huber coming out throwing strikes. Love to see that. Count stays at 0-2. Huber looks in, gets the sign. Fiddles with his glove a bit. Now the 0-2 the pitch fouled off again. Had him on his front foot. Count stays at 0-2. Huber looks in. Looking to win this battle. Count again, 0-2. And he spikes a fastball. Barely made it to the dirt. Count moves to 1-2. and two. As Sheffer, now the catcher, cleaned off the ball for him before giving it back. The 1-2 upcoming to Kritzen. From the windup, Huber. Leg kick, the delivery, bounces it in just shy of the plate. Count to two and two. The Algonac dugout giving him a little love for working this at bat. As they'll get a new ball in with the wet conditions. Looking in Huber from the windup. Count now even at two and two. The delivery. In there for strike three, caught the inside corner. He'll win the battle. Gets him looking. And after setting James Critson down on strikes, that'll bring up Josh Kasner. 
who has grounded out and struck out today. So Huber just eventually wore him down. As now the shortstop looking for his first hit. Huber, first pitch, bounces in a bit shy of home plate. And they'll send in a fresh baseball. As they give Huber the warning for going to the mouth, just wiping off his fingers, they're going to have to switch out the baseball, so that's an illegal pitch, and I believe that will be a ball to Kasner. Count will be 2-0 and now to Kasner as Huber was on the rubber, went, went to his mouth, so that's 2-0. and The 2-0 pitch is a fly ball to center field coming in for it. Armstrong. He will make a basket catch as he had to travel a long way to right center field. Second nice play of the day for Alex Armstrong, and that will bring up Matt Meldrum with two outs. Not the first time today Armstrong's taken away a hit. Meldrum, one for two on the day. He hit a lazy line drive over to Derek Ruiz at short. First pitch to Meldrum, misses a bit low. Meldrum will stand in the front of the batter's box. As Huber is the 1-0. Ground ball, third baseline, foul. I hear a few birds chirping out in the distance. Count 1-1 one one here in the top of the sixth. 4-1 to one Northern leads. They've led all day long. And Huber looking to finish out the last couple innings. The 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. Got him with the changeup. Huber looking for a 1-2-3 inning in his first inning of work. The 1-2 pitch coming up to Meldrum. The delivery. Fastball fouled straight back. Count will stay at one and two. Count one and two to Meldrum. The wind up the delivery. Swung on and missed on the curveball. Picking it up will be Sheffer. No, they're going to say he fouled it off. And Coach Nate Mann is going to come out and talk. And he's going to just appeal it down to the first base umpire. It looked like me, Meldrum, and I think he knew it too. He started running down the first base line. 
So they will confer. And Meldrum's just going to run. He's <laughs> just going to run down the first during the timeout. Probably just to keep warm as the umpires confer. And I think they're going to keep it a foul ball. And they're going to stick with it. I thought Huber beat him with the bender. Count will stay one and two. So the one, two again to Meldrum. Fastball misses low. Count squells to two and two as Huber looking for a one, two, three inning. The two, two to Meldrum. It is going to be fouled straight back out of play as this has been a, it will be a one, two, three inning, but Kritzen battled for a while. Kasner battled for a bit before flying out, and now Matt Meldrum battling for a while. Count is two and two to Meldrum. Fastball fouled back again. You know, nothing coming easy for Jacob Huber here in the top of the sixth. Huber still working out of the windup. The 2-2 once again coming up to Matt Meldrum. The delivery. It's going to be a ground ball to Ruiz. Bends over. Double clutches, throws over to first, and at a knee will be Cartmel. He'll grab it, a 1-2-3 inning for the reliever Huber. Going to the bottom of the sixth, still 4-1 to one Huskies. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Bottom of the sixth, 9-1-2 due up for the Huskies. That will be, I believe, Steinhauer, Derek Ruiz, and Logan Sheffer. And we have a new pitcher on the mound for Algonac. That is number nine, Jack Cote. As he was catching to start the game. Now catching is Evan Sadler. Cote, a tall, lanky right-hander. That means Kasner's day was done after two and two-thirds. He struck out three, walked one, only allowed the one to score. One of them that did score was an inherited runner, but that earned run goes to Alan Crow. That was Jack Cote. On the mound for the Muskrats. And Jacob Huber, rather, will be leading off. As we have a pen fly up into the booth before Huber's at bat. That'll keep you alert. As Huber steps into the right-handed batter's box, he'll be the first batter that Cote faces. Cote, first pitch, outside, ball one. Working from the windup, Cote. One of the taller players on Algonac. Kind of comes with a three-quarter arm slot. Misses for ball two. Looks more like an old-school style pitcher. This is the count. 2-0 and oh to Huber. Ote out of the windup. Takes something off that four-strike one. Count now 2-1. and one. As this is Huber's first plate appearance of the game. He came in to pitch last inning. The 2-1 grounded down the third baseline. Critson has to take a second to pick it up, and it will not be in time. Ball gets past Meldrum. Turning over to second will be Huber, and the throw to second not in time. Ball was dropped by Garaga anyway. So that will be a single with an error. And the lineup turns over. Derek Ruiz comes back up to bat. He lined out to right field last time. As Derek Ruiz in the left-handed batter's box. Bend at the knees, bat over the left-hand shoulder. Cote checks the runner, slide step, delivery. Breaking ball, misses low. It is four to one here in the bottom of the sixth. As Northern looks to add a little insurance before they head out to the top of the seventh. 
Coming set, Cote. Checks the runner, Huber, at second, the delivery. Misses up high for ball two, count 2-0. Two and oh. Again, Cote coming with that like three-quarter arm slot, not quite sidearm. It does almost look like what you'd see out of a really old-school pitcher. It's kind of whipping that ball in. Cote stepped off the rubber, back on. Gets the sign now set. The 2-0 is a fastball, misses outside. Count goes to 3-0. Well, I believe Logan Sheffer's still on deck. He singled his last time up. Cote brings his feet together, set. 3-0. In there for strike one, count 3-1. Looking to battle back. Day checks, checks his sign as Huber leads off second. The 3-1. Fastball in there. They're going to try to back pick Huber. Aggressive move there from Sadler from behind the dish as the count is now full. See if Ruiz takes a hack at this one. Cote gets the sign. Full count delivery to Derek Ruiz. Is popped up. Sadler takes off his helmet, trying to get under it. He tracks it for the out. And that will be a good pitch to battle back from 3-0. And Logan Sheffer comes up, the, the Husky left fielder. Well, he was the left fielder. Now he's behind the dish. Runner on second is Jacob Huber. One on, one out. 4-1 lead in the bottom of the sixth for the Northern Huskies. Schaffer open stance from the right side. Gote looking to attack the zone. Comes set. First pitch to Sheffer. Outside, ball one. Cote wastes no time getting back on the rubber, shrugs his shoulders, gets the sign. Now he comes set. Short lead off second for Huber. And stepping off the rubber will be Cote. He'll kick a little bit of dirt around, and he'll come set. The 1-0 to Sheffer. It is a line drive to center field coming in for it. Cope, it'll bounce in front of him. Coming home is Huber. The relay throw will not be in time as going over to second on the throw is Sheffer. So an RBI single for the Husky catcher. At bat is number 24, Luke Angels. And Luke Angels comes up to bat now. And courtesy runner. Philostro will run for Sheffer. 
as Luke Angels two for three on the day. Lead now five to one in favor of the Huskies. Angels crowds the plate. Right foot near the back of the box. First pitch from Cote. In there for strike one. Cote gets on the rubber. Steps off now. Didn't like what he saw. He'll get back on quickly. The 0-1 pitch coming up to Luke Angels. The delivery. A changeup that goes behind Angels. A good sprawling effort from Sadler just to snag that one. Count one and one. To the man who started the game on the mound for the Huskies, Luke Angels. The 1-1. Big swing and a foul straight back. Count one and two. Angels hit a big double all the way back in the first inning to get the scoring started. He faces a one-two count here. Cote, the delivery. Outside, ball two. Count evens at two and two. As Cote looking to just try to keep the score where it is, give his guys a chance in the top of the seventh. Cote looks in, gets the two-two sign. The slide step of the delivery. Just misses inside, and that'll get a rise smile from Jack Cote count goes full as he wanted he wanted to ring up Luke Angels there full count pitch to Angels the delivery ground ball left side it'll be picked up by Critson he'll look the runner to second going now to third is Sheffer or rather the uh, courtesy runner for Lostro and Nick Cartmel will come up to bat. He's one for three on the day. Reached via the error last time. Two down for the Huskies here in the bottom of the sixth. They lead five to one. And tomorrow, Dennis will be back here for the double header between Northern and St. Clair. I will be down in St. Clair as the Saints take on Port here on high in softball action. From the windup, the first pitch to Cartmel bounces in. Good block by Sadler. Count 1-0 and to the cleanup hitter for the Huskies. From the windup, Cote misses low and outside. Ball two, two and zero. Oh, the count to Cartmel. 
And an RBI all the way back in the third inning. Looking to add another one here. Runner on third, two outs. The delivery. Fouled back on top of that one. Big cut from Cartmel. Ote gets on the rubber. He'll work from the windup. Count two and one. The delivery. Bounces in, ball three. Good block by Sadler to keep Falastro at third. Good hitters count also to the batter, Nick Cartmel. Ute looking to avoid his first walk, the 3-1. And that will bean Cartmel. That's the first hit batter we've seen today. And Owen Johnson, 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts and an RBI sack fly on his line. Will come up looking to drive in a run. Taylor looking to keep the score right where it's at, which is 5-1 in favor of Port here on Northern. They lead Algonac here on this Thursday afternoon. As coming set, Cote, the first pitch, swung on and missed, took something off it. And Cartmel's got to be careful. He was almost caught in no man's land out at first base with the leadoff. Owen Johnson, in the right-handed batter's box, open stance, crowds the plate. 0-1 pitch, misses low and outside for ball one. Ote from the stretch, checks the runner, Cartmel at first. Comes set, slide step delivery, swung on, fouled back to the catcher, Sadler. Count goes to one and two. It has been a struggle to score runs here on this cold Thursday afternoon. As Cote comes set, the one-two to Johnson. Swung on, line drive, hit fair down the left field line. That's going to score a run, and only moving up 90 feet is Cartmel, and that will be an RBI single for Owen Johnson, his first hit of the day. 6-1 the score now in favor of Northern. And Colin Presner back into the game. He'll bat from the right-hand side. He is 1-0 for 1 on the day as the first pitch in there for strike one. Caught it at the letters. He walked and was later picked off and struck out in his second at bat.
Runners on first and second. The 0-1 pitch. Inside, ball one. One and one the count to Presner. Leading off second, Cartmel off first. Owen Johnson just drove in. Another run for the Huskies. They lead six to one. The one-one pitch. Low and outside. Ball two. Cote looks in. Gets the sign for the 2-1 pitch. Comes set. Steps off the mound just to look back. Cartmel to the second. He gets back on quickly. Looks in. Gets the sign. Comes set. The 2-1. In there. Strike two. Caught the low outside corner. Count even at two and two. Presner would love to get a base hit here and give an even bigger cushion to his guys in the top of the seventh. The 2-2. Swung on and missed strike three. And that will end the sixth. Two runs come across the score. 6-1 Northern leads. They're three outs away from a victory here at home. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 7-8-9 due up and the last gaps for the Algonac Muskrats as Huber's day will only go an inning long. He had a 1-2-3 inning including a strikeout. 38 num- uh, is Falastro coming in to pitch. So Ryan Falastro looking to close out this game. He will face Jack Cody Roman Garaga and Alan Crow, the bottom of the muskrat order. The right-hander through his last warm-up ball goes down to second and around the diamond. And up to bat now the pitcher, Jack Cote. Ryan 
Cote, he is 0 for 1 on the day with a run score, the only run scored today for Algonac. He walked his last time up. For Lastro, first pitch. Fires it in there for strike one. Put a little heat behind that. He's got some zip on his fastball. The 0-1 pitch. Bounces in a changeup. Barely made it past the grass. Count one and one to the muskrat pitcher, Cote. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball catches the knees for strike two. He's pumping it in there. Count one and two. Looking to close out this game, Ryan Falastro. The 1-2. Fastball just a bit low. Right below the knees for ball two. That's a tough take for Cody on one and two, but he did. He's rewarded. Pushing the count to two and two. A 2-2 pitch. Ground ball left side. Picked up by Johnson. Couple steps over to his left. Fires gets it to Cartmel at first. And that will be the first out of the top of the seventh. And that will bring up Roman Giraga. As Ryan Falastro looking pretty solid out there in his first inning of work. As now batting, this is number 10, Seth Longergan. First pitch in there for strike one. So coming off the bench, Cole Longergan batting from the left-hand side. He's down 0-1. The 0-1 pitch bounces in there for ball one. As Philastro moving fairly quickly on the mound out of the windup. Waste no time. Feet come together for the windup. Gets the sign and the 1-1 delivery. Fastball right back to Philastro. Catches it about chest high. Jogs over to first. Flips it over to Cartmel. And we have our second out of the top of the seventh. And it'll rest on now Caden Bell who's going to bat for Alan Crow. Another lefty for the Muskrats. Philastro out of the windup. First pitch, breaking ball. Bell checked his swing, held up in time. One and oh. Philastro heads back to the mound with a fresh ball. Gets on the rubber. As they have something going on with Sheffer. Don't know if that ball got him when he tried to block it. But Coach Nate Manis out there. He heads back to the dugout. Think he's think Sheffer's good to go. At least for now. A 
The 1-0 pitch. Fastball high and outside. Ball two. As the Muskrats only been able to muster up one hit since the second inning. 2-0 pitch bounces in 3-0. Joey DeBoyer would wait on deck for the Muskrats. Lastro on the rubber, the 3-0. Let's see if the take's on for Bell. He feigns a bunt, pitch in there as the bat rests on his shoulder for strike one, three and one the count. Three, one pitch. Fastball just misses for ball four. Fastball that I thought caught the outside part of the zone. Home plate umpire says no. We'll send Caden Bell to first on a base on balls. And that brings up Joey DeBoyer. Oh, 0 for 2 on the day with a walk. Alex Armstrong with made the defensive play of the day. This is a diving catch. Took a double away from DeBoyer. First pitch in there for strike one. Velastro working from the stretch. Comes set. And that's going to be a balk as Velastro did not come completely set. And that will move Bell up to second. Velastro likes to move quickly. That time he moved too quickly. Count will stay at 0-1. Velastro paying no attention to the runner. He's all focused on Joey DeBoyer. Velastro steps off the rubber, cleans it off a bit, steps back on. Gets the sign from Sheffer, comes set. The 0-1. Fastball bounces, and Sheffer throwing down to third, and they got Bell at third trying to steal, and that will end the game. So a roundabout way for three up and... Uh, well, four up, three down for the Huskies. They take this one, six to one. We'll tell you all about it in a minute here on the Get Stuck on Sports postgame show. Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at Thompson-Engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on original since 1923. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Let's get back to the action with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Here on the Get Stuck on Sports postgame show, Northern knocks off Algonac in baseball 6-1. to one. The Husky pitching only gave up three hits in route to the win. They only walked two. That's a recipe for success. Luke Angel started the game, pitched five strong innings, gave up two hits, no earned runs. The one run they scored, came. they got on base via the walk, a passed ball, moved him over to second, and an error scored him. So that's the only run for the Muskrats. Angel struck out four, walked two. Jacob Huber came in in the sixth, pitched a one, two, three inning, and then Ryan Falastro uh, faced, I guess, technically four batters, but on the fourth batter, they caught Caden Bell trying to steal, and that ended this one. Again, tomorrow, Dennis will be back here for the St. Clair Northern Baseball doubleheader. That will be on Stream 1. I will be down at St. Clair as the softball team takes on Port here on high. Thank you for joining me. I've been Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. Thank you, and have a great evening. You've been listening to High School Softball on the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school sports. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. For future game broadcasts, please check out our schedule page at getstuckonsports.com.